Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's Mike Kalt, the show. It's 1025 The Bone, 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. I'll take your phone calls. Um, we were just doing calisthenics in here during the commercial break. Yeah. How how can you, as skinny and in shape as you are, not touch your toes, John Brennan? And it's it's I've been finding it out lately, just because I've been working out a lot uh, since like quarantine, and I've been dieting a lot. Right. And I'm trying to do things like the roll. You know, have you yeah. seen like the roller and stuff, and stretch and do yoga? I tried yoga, but like I just have never. I've always been embarrassed to do yoga because I can't even come close to touching my toes. It's I, like a hamstring that's stuck back here. I like, can touch my toes with no problem, and. Uh, Bobby Kelly says it's it is unnatural the way I curl my legs and I can lift my legs for a guy my size. Right. I sit on the couch like Indian style, and he says it looks like Lieutenant Dan. Like I, like <laughs> the first time he saw me do it, he thought both my legs snapped off. The one thing that it kept saying was like if you stand up against the wall and try and touch your toes, it doesn't allow you to move backwards. Because I was like the whole time it's like I'm back and making it harder on myself. Yeah. Well, so that's the thing that. is some people are just flexible. Like Mike just happens to be flexible to be able to do it. But also doing yoga, the more you do it, obviously the easier yeah. it is for you to, be able to do the poses and stuff. It's a learned thing, and you're stretching muscles. Right. Yeah, I don't stretch nearly as as much as I should. I remember when I was on the country station, my wife and I was I was way heavier heavier than I am now, believe it or not. And my wife wanted me to do yoga with her. She had never done it before. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, I'll do it. We didn't have kids. We were dumb and young. I was like, let's do yoga. And then when I said it on the air, Amy, that used to be my producer, she lost her mind. She was like, I, I, can I come? I'm going to join the class. And I was like, is it that hard? And she's like, I just can't see you doing it, blah, blah, blah. And I chickened out and I didn't do it. And then I also heard that people fart a lot while they're doing <laughs> it and I didn't want to do that. Well, when you first start, yeah, because you're twisting and bending in ways that you've never right. before. So your body just like releases gas and other... The way I look at it is this. Like if, if you, um, you know, if you play golf, some people can't swing a golf club. You can like know how athletic somebody is by here, swing a baseball bat or swing a golf club. And if I couldn't do the basic element of golf, I would hate the sport. Yeah. Yoga, the basic element is touch your toes and I can't do it and I'm like I'm, I don't want to do this I'm not good at it on a side note uh, I went to Top Golf yesterday yes. uh, the other day before um, now Grant see, I, see if he explains it the same way I explain it about uh, the, the difference yeah what do you know anything about the difference I asked uh, let me just tell you what two things one is that today and yesterday my forearms feel like I have uh, did a massive forearm workout. Right. Okay. That's because I haven't played golf or lifted a weight sure. in so long. Um, but I left Top Golf thinking I was probably ready for the PGA. I've never hit the ball straighter and further. And Galvin was saying, 
that the balls are not are different. Uh, I don't know about the balls being different than like a regular range, but hitting off a mat is always a lot easier than hitting off grass. I hit off the tee. But no, here's, uh, here's the thing. is one, I didn't say that they were different. Uh, you said so, they were. You did. You said they, no, were, they were the whole point. I, I didn't say that. Somebody else said You it. said they were chipped and that the they were Carmen different. said they were chipped. They, have they do have, yeah, they do have chips. So the weight. And I said that they were in there. But my point was, is if you're hitting awesome, you're hitting straight. I said if you hit 275 at Top Golf, you're at least hitting 250 at regular, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I said that's not changing that. The ball having a chip in it isn't changing it so much that you're going to hit that straight and hit a regular golf ball hook. Right, I, you know right. what I mean? I could name every teacher I've had from first grade to my senior year. I get actually sketchy on my senior or homeroom teacher, but I can't remember the conversation yesterday and who said what. I know. Uh, isn't that weird? Yeah. I think you said Rich Voss said that. He told you. Oh, that him. was it, and I brought it up to you. And he's a thank you. He's deal. a really good golfer, apparently. That's I why, I lo- that's why a lot of times you'll give credit to like Spanish. You'll be like, you said that really funny. And I go, I said that. Yeah. <laughs> that I do on purpose. I know you do. And you remember that. Yo, yeah. of course. <laughs> I remember everything. I just felt like uh, after hitting that ball at Top Golf, I was like, you know, towards the end, I got tired a little, so I was shanking him left and right. But I was in the beginning. First time, I didn't want to be embarrassed. I didn't want to, in front of my kids, miss the ball. Mm-hmm. And the guy behind me was in great shape, and he was crushing it, but he was about hitting it about 60% of the time. But the big thing is, it's not all driving. No. I, I actually find that my uh, putting game is better than anything else I can do on the on the golf course. They say driving's for show and putting's for the dough. That's right. Mm-hmm. I like that. Oh. Or, or yeah. driving's for hoes. I heard that Oh, one. what? You know, you're just showing off. <laughs> yeah, showing off chicks. Uh, oh, so when we went saying. to Top Golf and it was my nephews with me and my nephew Jameson was like, I'm totally going to beat you. And I go, you don't even know what you just did. Yeah. I used to be. It's like and Jordan. So I would hit it, and every time I would point at the scoreboard, and I'd yeah, go, that's yeah. going to be about 250, and then it'd come up, and it'd be like 258 or whatever, and I'd go, I was a little short. Yeah. And then I did a couple times where he got up, and he's hitting it like 35 yards or whatever, and i go, 35 yards? One hand looking at him, and I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, kid. That's right. That's why the kid hates you now. <laughs> no, he loves me. Yeah. I don't know. I just... Uh, I feel good. I feel like I feel like now I might want to golf again. For me, I love Top Golf. It's fun because you can you know drink, drink and I, I I'm angry at it because you and I know we've talked about it a thousand times. It's my idea, and we had that idea years before Top Golf ever drink happened. Drive, yeah. But at the same time, I, I like the ambiance of it. Driving ranges, though, like I'd much rather play golf. I like the the finite amount of swings you have to take on a golf course. Like you don't have to you hit. Do? A, I don't have to. I don't want to sit here and hit a hundred shots and then be like ten bad ones and feel bad about it. I just want to. I want to go out on a course. Favorite golf thing ever was when we were in like Punta Gorda or something, and we had a day off for the yeah, band, yeah. and we went out to a driving, driving range. range. Yeah, it was fun. And Pete was showing me actually the right things to do. And I was just crushing it. Yeah. You know, I'd never had any lessons or anything like that. And I was crying. I was like, now I feel good about yeah. golf. But also the good thing about golf, actually playing a game of golf, is redeeming yourself. Like if you do a bad shot, you always have that next one where you can redeem. You may be over in the, right. uh, you know, woods or something. And then you're like, crank and you hit it right out into the fairway and it rolls up on the green. You're like, yes. S- since the quarantine and the golf course has stayed open, I did something that I've never done in my entire life is I played golf by myself. Oh, yeah. 
did not enjoy it at all. Really? I'm not a I'm not a do things. Like, uh, Carmen and I talked about how she was going to take a trip to Spain by herself. Uh, I am not a do things by myself kind of guy. That at all. I would do. That I wouldn't golf by it myself. Was, I was listening to music, and then actually, I, I paired up with a group in front of me, and I almost got a hole in one. I'm not kidding. It like rolled right by the hole, and all I could think of is if I didn't pair up with them and it went in, I'd probably be considering like I'd I'd have a nervous breakdown. All right, so wait right. a second. You what? so they paired you up with strangers? Like I paired myself up with them because they were moving really slow, and I was behind them. So I was like, "Can I just tee off with you?" And it was like a par three. And I also, when I wanted to do that with par three, so they're witnesses yeah, just yeah, in yeah. case. Right? Nobody would have believed you. Yeah. Of course, yeah. that's the thing. I'd, I'd go insane. I'd, I'd but be a I crazy told person. you, whenever I was uh, bartending, I used to do that because I would have like Mondays and Tuesdays right. off, and I would go play a par three course, and they had it at night, and that was a blast. I used to go yeah, by I'd, myself yep. all the time. Yeah. Pete and I lived in Feather Sound. We lived on. A, on a I don't know what hole we lived on, but yeah, that's a nice course. Yeah, it was nice, but uh, you know, every once in a while, somebody hit a hole in one on the hole behind our house, and they go crazy, and we run out and go, "It's not that big of a deal. It happens like (laughs) three times a month. (laughs) It's an easy hole for that." I don't know. I'd probably have a party for myself, and I'd celebrate it. <laughs> what? I'd go, I would go find people to buy drinks for if there weren't anybody. Like, like that's another thing. If I'm by myself and I don't know anybody, I'd be, like, buying drinks for strangers. Like, you know. I, what, do you think, you what do you think you have a better chance of doing, hitting a hole-in-one or uh, bowling 300? Bowling 300. You think oh, you have a better chance? Close, Absolutely, yeah. 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 I, I've, I've come one strike away, and I don't think I'm going to do it, but I'm just saying because I don't bowl that much, but I'm still – more likely that for that to happen. I don't think so. I think you're more likely to hit a hole in one. I hope a so. Par man. three. Think about it. I mean, that's you know. My buddy Tom bowled a 300. He got back into a league and he never did. And we bowled all the time. And he texted me one day the, the score, and I was like, oh, I'm jealous. So if you hit the hole in one, you get a tattoo or something? Oh, I wouldn't get a tattoo. I mean, I would that, get side one everybody yeah, immediately. No, I would definitely tell everybody, and I'd never, I'd, I'd take a picture of it. What what I suggested? We'll take a picture oh, yeah. of it. No, of me with like the ball and yeah. a, but like what I suggest it is and golf course should invest in this put a camera on every par three sure. on the hole in here and yeah. then sell that oh, footage absolutely. for like 300 bucks I would spend 300 dollars at the pro shop if I got a, four, a hole in one just yeah. to prove yeah, yeah of course for every you have it on your phone idiot that I don't like you never see this yeah, yeah exactly well and they have you gotta think they could put cameras like all over the course with like on the lights and stuff like that so you could get right. your whole game how much does a ring cost like put a ring on the, the tee box mm-hmm. of a par three you golf sh- courses should do that you should just carry a, a camera and a tripod and set it up every time, <laughs> every time. Yeah, you're just jinxing yourself it'll never happen uh do you have you ever been on well the horn went off for lightning uh no no never i've been at a golf tournament when that happened like a pro tournament i was in my backyard when that happened and i thought the purge was starting <laughs> yeah <laughs> have you ever seen that they just said uh, you'll be out there and you're like, yeah yeah that's weird you're like, like what is going air on raid. air raid yeah and I guess that's to let everybody know there's lightning to come on in. They're closing on the course. So that's why I stay in the pool until I hear the siren. Would you go to a pro golf tournament? I don't know why, why we're talking about this, but would you go to like a, a pro tournament? I went to the... If um, Tiger was there, maybe? I went to the PGA Championship that was in uh, on Long Island last year. For It was around my birthday. And I went. It was one of the coolest things ever. Like Tiger, it's amazing. With all those people that he walks right by. Like I literally, if travel? I wanted to shove him into a crowd. Do you travel or do you stay in the one hole? You you picked somebody to follow. Like tri- t- uh, Tiger and Brooks Cap were together that day. So I followed that group. But yeah. I'm so how does that work? You're able to just walk with them while they're walking? Yeah. You go to holes and what you do is sometimes you, like for, for when he was at the Valspar, we stayed at a par three 
and watch them come through. And then like you turn around, he's on the next hole, and then you skip a hole and go to the other one, and so like you, you get, can get ahead, ahead of the ahead of the crowd. And you're drinking, and it's it's a good time. It's history. It's How do you get the drinks? Do they have a card out there? Oh, they have like beer stands. They have they bars. Do. I didn't know. You never yeah. see that on TV, so I never know. And they have like on some of the big ones, they have like big restaurant beer stand. Like you can get food, and it's like almost my, like a. My thing is, I would like to watch that one time, three holes out. I, and that's the way to do it. Like, I want to go to the Masters, but I don't want to go for, like, a four-day four, four day thing and experience the whole thing. I want to go to the Masters on, like, a Thursday, watch as much as I can and get the experience and then be out by the time it's, like, craziness on a... What if you could do that, but you got a golf cart? <laughs> yeah, 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 all right. Well, that's a better story. Yeah, I would go to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it'd be a lot different. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, all right, 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025 with the phone numbers. That's John Brennan in the studio with us. Uh, we have we have you know safety precautions here. Spanish is out because he had a fever. So then Joel had to stay out because they live together, showing each other their ladybugs. <laughs> and uh, now John is here operating Bone TV, and Gio isn't here with us. What happens if we all if if it turns out that Spanish say Spanish has test come back and he's positive? Mm. Do we all stay home now? Um, no, I don't know what the protocol is on that, but he did everything right. I mean, he had a he, you know, he had a fever and he stayed home. You know what I mean? Starbucks so like, let their employees stay home for two months with pay. Just saying, right. let them have the option. Well, I mean, I also think it, you know it, what we would do is reassess and then you know talk to people that are smarter than me and have more um, uh, information than I do. But also, that's part of the reason why you have the ability, like you went live during the riots and protests, to yeah. to be able to do that. Um, in a pinch because look I don't think about a situation like that look it's it's someone being sick I think of a situation like this building gets shut down or some, something crazy happens and I need to we need to broadcast on the bone is a little different than broadcasting on DUV you know what I mean where it's you're playing the but, hits like we, we gotta be live and that's why you guys have that capability okay let's just say by chance Spanish's test comes back positive do all of us have to get tested because we've been in contact with him I don't know I don't know the protocol on that all i know mm. is that you know spanish did his thing and we i'm will not showing that there. thing on my nose mm. yeah me well, well hey i gotta tell you i the whole time everyone's talking about covid my per- personal experience is that seems like it would be worse than the actual having it yeah. having it i'm like I, I see it like they show it in the like the b-roll footage and they'll always show like the normal things that you do at a checkup and then this thing that goes up and in and they're like that's terrible. That's terrible. First of all, and second of all, how how is that? Uh, what how year is, is that? it? Exactly. Like, you, you, yeah. you can scan a forehead with something that doesn't even touch you. You can spit a bottle and they can tell you who great grandparents were. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. How are you shoving something up somebody's nose that Spanish, far? Spanish obviously had that test. He says it's worse than you imagine. That's what everybody I've heard who's who's had it, and I, said, I've known people. It's hurting it. my face right now. It's yeah. not a Q-tip. He said it's like a bristly, like hard brush. I, I watched a girl do it on Instagram. She put it. In her nose and twisted it and pulled it out, and she was like, "Wow, do you do um, like neti pot or anything like that? Have no, you ever? I know what it so is, but I haven't done it. There's a thing called Neil Med that I do regularly for like sinuses, and it's the one where you get like the the a water." And it's like salt water. Is the machine you, that like no, sucks it's it out? just a it's a tube, and you squeeze it, and it shoots in one nostril, and then comes out the other, uh, and it pushes out oysters. Like when uh, you have a sinus, uh, it's like globs of like it looks like oysters. Uh, and I think if I could do that comfortably, it's going all the way up no, there. No, you're not going up, but you're going in. 
So back. there's a hole yeah, yeah. here, and you're going in that hole. They'll tell you, don't go up. Go straight back. Yeah. And have you ever pushed anything in that back hole before? No. No, right. <laughs> I don't ever want to push right. anything in the back John hole. John Brennan's definitely had <laughs> no, stuff pushing no, his back no. hole. <laughs> By the way, uh, I told Lily, I go, I'm just going to sneeze in a baggie and give it to you. Yeah, here, yeah. Uh, that'll be fine. Uh, Jeff, good morning. You're on the Mike Halter Show. Hey, Mike. Um, my, my name's Jeff, and um, there's an unwritten rule when you make a hole in one that you have to buy everybody in the 19th hole around. Yeah, that's uh, what John I mean, was saying. Yeah, and other golf, cor- or golf courses I've been to, they'll actually give you a plaque that says on the seventh hole you made a hole in one. Right, and by by the way, though, like the golf course, the public course where I grew up, like in Spring Hill, they have still a plaque of things like just names from the '80s of people who got hole in ones or like low scores and stuff. Right, and all you want is your name on stuff. Like, oh, really, yeah. like if you want to, I want to eat a hundred pound steak just so my name's in a restaurant <laughs> right. for no reason. Like, I never wanted that. I always looked at that challenge and I was like, no, I don't want to do it. I, it's just about the name. Uh, Ron, good morning. Yes, good morning, Mike. How you doing, Ron? You got I a hole in one? one up in. I got a hole in one in Maine at Old Oil Richard Beach up there in Maine. And they put my name into the National Hole in One Association in Houston, Texas. Oh, right. And just when everything calmed down, wouldn't you know it, I got a plaque in the mail and said suitable for framing. And my wife said, yep, you can put that in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Well, hey, you, know, you know, at least you got it. At least you have something to prove it to your friends. Yeah, it's the only one I ever. I got a friend that's got like eight of them. Really? Wow. Uh, Is his name Tiger? (laughs) If you play enough golf. No, no, his name. His name's Pat. He's about 5'4", but that little sucker, he (laughs) hits those five threes. That's where he makes his money. Uh, Right? Because every every tournament we used to play in, we always played for greenies. You know, $25. Everybody put money in. And, you know, you win money, but it cuts into the the, um, amount of money you spend for the weekend. Right, right, right. I, I, you're making me want to get back out there now just because of the gambling aspect of it. Thank you, Ron. Well, we have been doing that, too, like in, with some of the rounds we play. And, and to be honest with you, usually if you're paired up with people that are in your class, like it's it's hole by hole. So it's not right. like it's compounding and you're owing like 500 bucks. It just makes it interesting in each hole. But I will say... Um, I'm just going to start telling people I won. I got a hole in one in Maine or Canada yeah. or anywhere like that. I'll never be able to look. My name's on the wall up there. He's yeah, sure. Canada. Skip, what's up? Hey, Mike. How you doing today? Good. What's happening, buddy? So my company, we have an environmental company that comes and cleans and disinfects everything, being that Spanish has got the Rona. Right. So uh, I can, I'll can. i email you my uh, contact information if you want the, how, your house or your studio or anything like that. I mean, when I say 100% totally disinfect, yeah, 100% totally disinfect. If you look it up, it's 911spill.com, and it'll give you a little bit more information. 911spill.com. So do you guys also do, like, crime scenes and stuff? Uh, you know, if you have, I, I work for a, a familiar towing company that you're familiar with. I've actually pulled your bus before when it broke down over there in Clearwater. But we also have an environmental company getting a rack. We clean up the, you know diesel fuel, uh, disinfect offices, you know, all, all, all anything that's got to do with hazardous material stuff. All right, Paul. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Bill. Bill, good morning. You're on the mic out the show. Good morning, Mike. Hi, Bill. Uh, hello. I was uh, want to touch on uh, uh, symbols of uh, racism. The Confederate flag uh, being one. Uh, I was wondering the view on uh, feelings of carrying around uh, cash money, coin money with a 
presidential slave owners. I was wondering how people feel about that. Should we start burning our $50 bills, our $20 bills, our quarters, nickels, $2 well, bills? Well, all right, hold on. Let's let's break it down. First of all, I don't I okay. don't know who the slave owners were. I read some reports. Uh, uh, Washington it. had 317. Jefferson had over 317? 317 in Washington had. I mean, he had a he had a plantation. I mean, he grew. Well, he he actually made moonshine, you know, which was probably legal along with slavery back in there till the Thirteenth yeah. Amendment. Hey, Bill, you real know. quick before you start I, burning yeah. any of your money or anything, just put it in the no, bag. No, I'm not burning yeah. any Listen, money. I was just wondering how, how politically. Bring it to me. Correct America has the feeling so over having ass. slave owners in their back pocket. Got it. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're knocking Thank down you. statues. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying, right. uh, Mike. I but mean, maybe, maybe what are we Bill? gonna do? Burn books next? Oh, but hold on, Thank Bill. You, Mike. But, well, you know, okay, let me. Okay. <laughs> listen to me. Okay. 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 Oh, well, well, if you want to discuss it, then we won't discuss it. No, no, I, I, I want to discuss okay? it, but you keep trying to hang up okay. on me. Um, no, 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 no. I get, I get what you're saying, yeah. and I, and you're yes, right, but I have to think that maybe. I mean, is it possible that in that in the entire time we've been a country that there is no? I mean, do we have any black people on on currency? And isn't there some plan uh, that we're supposed to do it and it got pushed yeah, back? Yeah, I believe there was a coin. Right. I, I, I ran across it in my, you know, it was one coin. Uh, so I don't, don't remember his name. So what I'm thinking uh, is perhaps maybe it's a time to to uh, readdress that and say, hey, we've been very racist in our, in our money situation by honoring only yep. people who... Yeah. Uh, you know, only w- white presidents and all that. Maybe instead of uh, getting rid of Washington, and uh, obviously Washington's done a lot of good things too. Maybe we keep Washington, yeah. but we trade out a Hamilton or we trade out a Jefferson I'm or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We could put Bozo on the money, or you know, comedians or rock stars or whatever. You know. Yeah. I was just wondering, you know, if it was on people's nerves. The politically correct. I, I well, maybe it's I mean, not just politically you know, correct. I think it might be also people who are not. Well, I believe rep- we're in politically correctness. What I'm saying is a hard conversation. Is now. if you look at the if you look at it from from let's say the black point of view, and they say, well, where's our representation on money? Forget the fact that they that they're slave owners on there. Uh, because slavery was legal and Rosa did it, and it's a big black eye on the country and our history, and there's nothing we could do about it now except change moving forward. So what if we say, hey, let's uh, let's take the money and let's let's swap it out. Let's take three bills and give them a, uh, a uh, put black leaders on there. Well, if you remember, they were going to put Harriet Tubman on the $20 right, but they bill. pushed it back to right. next year, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know when it's happening. Uh, and Harriet Tubman. Is the uh, person who is credited with operating the Underground Railroad, which was a way to free, help free slaves, which is great. Yep. But I'm sure there's other black leaders sure. uh, that can also be represented. Fred, Frederick Douglass, like a, a, anybody, like and, and obviously, King. or just put Lincoln on everything. You know what I mean? But like, here's the thing: there's so much negativity that went with progress in the history of our country to the point where it, it is to, uh, to that guy's point I know he didn't really articulate it too well or say he, I don't know even know what he was yeah. which side he was on or whatever but like it is embarrassing I watch a lot of like presidential uh, I listen to a lot of presidential podcasts and history podcasts and stuff and it's like there's yeah. so much I know <laughs> I know but like there's so much good but there are times when it's like you're so like Andrew Jackson is is hailed as like one of the greatest presidents of all time he's like 
like he's a he was a garbage human he had being. A bunch of illegitimate like, kids from God, raping like, slaves. But like not not just it is like what he did with Native Americans is is I mean that's really 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 bad in everything you watch. Yet there's still so much good that everyone talks about. I, that is a a situation where it's it's very hard to to Wait, know. What's, if you when you get older when you when you learn all these things about history in school. Then you get to high school and you learn a little bit more about the same people. Then you get in the real world and you learn everything about those people. And yep. you're like, well, this is what they're teaching you. And it's not necessarily true. And then you're conditioned to believe what they want you to believe. Yep. It's uh, your, by the way, that Harriet Tubman $20 bill won't come out until 2028. Yeah, okay. And, I, you know, I don't know what the reason is. But what if you were to... I mean, they've changed the face of the bills like three times in the last 20 years. Like the size and all that other stuff. It can't be that difficult to uh, crush a... A ten dollar bill and reissue a Martin Luther King ten dollar bill. You know what I mean, or or, or whatever the dime was before it was FDR. You know what I mean. You had things before you put certain presidents on change anyway. Right. Why can't you go back to putting it whatever whatever it was? And the the Andrew Jack like the twenty notoriously like Native Americans and casinos don't use twenties or they don't want to uh, support twenty dollar bills because of what it represents with specifically oh, Andrew I, mean, I, I think I, the casinos would be like just give it to me. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean yeah I, I know that do, everybody but. loves Lincoln and he's on two different things. He's on the penny and the right. five dollar bill. I mean he totally slept with guys, but whatever. They could take what? one of those <laughs> and put slept a, with guys. Oh he totally slept with guys. Alle- allegedly there were rumors that Lincoln was was homosexual yeah. Yeah. He had the one guy who slept in his he bed. He slept in his bed, for- yeah. Oh, years, yeah, his friend. Yeah. Yeah. It was his friend. Oh yeah, Speed or, or yeah, something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, I think it was that guy. Paddled. Same yeah. thing with Watson and Sherlock. His friend's nickname was Ladybug. <laughs> <laughs> so look, there, Lincoln not only a uh, uh, abolishing slavery, but a progressive. Uh, uh, I mean, ahead, ahead of his time and just like morally sound, you know, the most probably of all of our presidents, uh, you know. But what he, if we just took faces off of them in general and put up the American flag or put up? Oh, states? people would find problems with the flag. Yeah. Just how about numbers? 10, 1, 5. Did you know that story of the girl who uh, who wrote to Lincoln and said you should grow a beard? Did you no. hear that story? So, that, so when we were kids, they taught you that uh, uh, Lincoln was trying to run for office and a little girl wrote him a letter and said you should grow a beard. People will take you more seriously as a politician. And I've always heard that. And then we had Brad Meltzer on the other day. And Brad Meltzer was like, Lincoln, not only was he, he was hated by people. They didn't take him seriously. They thought he was a monster because he was so tall. And this girl wrote him a letter and said, you should grow a beard. It'll make you look more presentable. And he grew the beard. And that letter is in the Smithsonian. Like, that's a legit story. Like, you know, the George Washington cherry tree lie. I mean, that never happened. Right, right. But I always thought that was one of those things. Like, it's something you'd see on a cartoon that they made it up. Wrestler. Big wrestler uh, and and fighter with Lincoln. guys. Uh, Wrestler. uh, What if we put wrestlers on money? Oh, (laughs) That's a win-win for everybody. Ooh, you'd have, you know, put Andre on the hundred. The Rock. Yeah, yeah. Is oh, that- I'd put The Rock on for sure. I would put The Rock on a twenty. And he's looking at yeah, you and, and like like Hamilton's on the ten. So like non wrestlers can be like Vince McMahon can be on it still sure, too. And yeah. you have to have confusion over which which one was a real Jesse wrestler. Jesse sure I should be <laughs> on the ten. Yeah. I'm a perfect ten. <laughs> Tag team partners are all on change. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you got Obviously. which one you got. Yeah, you know, and you heads and tails. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, man, you got is... one of the bushwhackers on this, and one of the bushwhackers on that. <laughs> I think I came up with a great idea. Yeah. 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 Like pretty it. good. You yeah. just solved racing. All Listen, all everybody loves wrestling. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> oh man. Can you imagine if you take your paycheck and you cash it out and they just give you back? Yeah, yeah. You, or you go to the casino and you did so good, 
You get you get uh, a couple of rocks. Yeah, Ted DiBiase. A couple of Stone Cold the, and Ted DiBiase. Uh, and then they're like, oh, Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's like getting a ping chip while you're playing. <laughs> yeah. you, you have like uh, Ric Flair on the 100, and then as you're passing him out, you just go, woo! <laughs> <laughs> Rick, I think Ric Flair would be on the dollar. So you, so you can go, make, right, yeah, yeah, make it rain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. Carmen, good job. You're yeah. welcome, guys. Oh, right. Right. It. Did it, America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Spanish. All right, yeah. we got to take a break. It's Mike Calta Show. It's 102.5 The Bone. You're listening to The Mike Calta Show on 102.5 The Bone. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.